0: Drunk on Light podcast. The podcast that is here to remind you that there is always light at the end of the tunnel, even in the darkest of moments. To tell you that you are not alone. This podcast is for the creative who wants to share their passion with the world. For the feminist who is looking for a community of badass women. For the one who is healing. For the light worker who wants to heal the world. And for the one who loves all things spirituality. I'm your host Aisha Noor and I'm a poet mental health advocate, feminist, and spiritual junkie. Together, we'll be breaking barriers, smashing stigmas, learning light lessons, and keeping it real. Fellow humans, and welcome back to the Drunk on Light podcast. And as you can tell, or maybe not, I'm just really hyper today or happy, and um, it's because I just got off. Well, not just, but a few hours ago, I got off a call with one of my mentors and coaches, and that's what I want to dedicate this episode to: the choice to invest in not only myself and my healing but other people and help and you know trusting that that is what's right for me trusting that it is going to help that trusting that that is the next step that I needed to take and so in January I started working with my first coach the first time I've worked with anyone who was not a therapist. And at this point, I'd already, um, you know, been on my second therapist. (laughs) So um, I don't know if you've heard of Samantha Skelly. She has a um, emotional eating certification kind of program for coaches who want to help people with eating disorders and stuff. And for a while, I thought I wanted to sign up for it because, well, as we all now know, (laughs) I have an eating disorder, you know binge eating to be exact um and then one day i just saw um you know like on her instagram story saying hey there's an opportunity for people to work with coaches who are um, in the certification program right now and they're looking for clients and it'll be a free thing for both of you free for the client and free experience for the coaches so i just signed up Answered the questions honestly not expecting anything in return and I think within a few days I got a response saying hey um, my name is so and so and we're gonna start working so for two months from January and February I worked with Jill my um, food emotionality coach and honestly I was like most of you might be going into it super skeptical but i'm like you know what it's free why the hell not you know because i felt like i'd been hitting kind of a dead end with therapy like therapy was just not working i mean it was working but i something in me felt like you know what i just don't want to do this surface level stuff anymore i want to heal deeper wounding i had heard of deeper wounding i had brought it up in therapy but it just was not going anywhere so i'd heard of this concept of you know, um, heal the emotional wounding that causes the emotional excessive eating rather than trying to heal the eating and as a direct result of healing the deeper wounds your disordered eating will naturally d- dissolve or heal or decrease or whatever so um, I was like okay you know what let's give it a try and I was so super super like really skeptical like not even expecting anything um and we went into it and honestly within three weeks I felt a huge shift and the thing is we not once did we talk about my actual eating the fact that I was binge eating the fact that okay today I had pizza and ice cream and cookies and a popsicle all in one go you know within a 45 minute period no we never once actually brought up the topic of food. We were just talking about everything else, more general topics. And, you know, there were, there were things or quotes that, you know, you, you see on Instagram everywhere, you know, like everyone's reposting it or things that you hear like terms like alignment or, um, I don't know. There was just a lot of really generic healing concepts that I was like, okay, cool. Yeah, I've read about it. I've kind of journaled about it. And I think I get it or like, you know, sitting with your feelings, sitting with your emotions. But honest to God, until you get it, until you experience it, until you just feel that shift where it just like clicks into place. And then you're like, oh, that's what that was about. You know, that's what they were talking about. That is what it means to do A, B or C I so all of those concepts I'd heard of, but never experienced And yet, And within weeks of working with her, I'd experienced all of these like magical things. and it was like, I don't know, it just amazing, a huge shift. And one of the exercises that till now is my favorite 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 one that she made me do was, you know how sometimes people write, A letter from their current selves to their past selves she had me write a letter from my future aligned healed self to my current self and honestly going into that even writing that letter I was super skeptical I had no idea what was going to happen I thought it was just going to be it was just going to be me bullshitting or whatever and then I wrote that letter and it was you know it had me in tears it was the kindest thing I've ever, you know, thought about directed towards myself. Like, they talk about healing your inner child. They talk about um, being kind to yourself, talking to yourself as if you were someone else. But that exercise really, really helped me do that. And it resonated with me so much that in the past um, couple weeks I've been getting this like intuitive ping to like write it again because I've been going through a rough patch adjusting to this medication and something in me is telling me write another letter from your future self to your current self to your May 2019 version of yourself rather than the January 2019 version of myself that I um, wrote to a few months ago and I've kind of been resisting it but I can also feel like it's going to be just a really good juicy like healing exercise but i've not had the time where i can really sit and delve deep and do it you know i've just been rushing or not really feeling up to diving deep but that is something that i think you guys should really really try if you don't believe in journaling or anything else um well i mean if you're listening to this podcast you're probably at some level of spirituality or believe in it to some degree but if you don't do any other journaling prompt try this one and the next thing that I'm going to talk about that she taught me that is really really stuck with me is micro shifts she's like every little decision you make every day either takes you closer to or further away from your highest self so micro decisions small shifts you don't have to do all the things in one go right now so there are days when sometimes i really don't want to do anything but honestly even just getting out of bed and maybe um journaling for two minutes or even taking a shower that's just my one decision of the day to not just tell myself but like tell the universe hey it's hard right now and but i'm still doing the work i still want to get better I am here and I am doing it and I'm doing my best and I want help. I need the help. Um, and that has stuck with me throughout. Also, intention. What is your intention behind everything? Now, some days when I want to share things on, on Instagram or post things or even when I want to um, text somebody something, I catch myself and I'm like, okay, wait, what's the intention? Is the intention behind that um, because you feel like it needs to be shared because you feel like it can help people or is it attention-seeking? And if it's attention-seeking and you want somebody to reach out because you want to talk to someone because you're going through a rough time, then don't post that, just reach out. Or um, if I want to send a message that's kind of angry or lashing out, okay, what's the intention? Is it because you're hurting and you want to lash out or is it because your insecurities are acting up? What is it? And if it's not the intention that you want, then just pull back. Then just stop. You don't even have to switch. You don't have to change it to doing something positive. You can just simply just stop. Just pause. You can just not reply. Um, And those are two skills that I keep coming back to and that have been so helpful. And honestly, through that work, I noticed indirectly. That my binge eating decreased quite a bit, but that's not to say that it's a magic cure-all. I mean, we only worked together two months, um, and I did start binge binge eating again recently, but (laughs) it's not at all to do with like, oh, it's her fault she didn't coach me properly. No, not at all. It's just it's life. We have ups and downs, and recovery is not linear, and that's just life. Um, And then I want to talk about my other coach. Melissa Moffitt. She has a eight week, so two month long worthiness program. And each week is a different theme. I got till about week four before like a pretty bad depression hit. So I haven't been able to complete all the work. But week one, we talked about letting go. And in order to let go, in some instances, you need to forgive. And when you let go and forgive, you can create space for goodness in your life by letting go of things so for example I don't know if I've talked about this on here before but I have a very or had a very difficult relationship with my mother because of emotional abuse and um, a very um, up and down relationship as of late with my younger brother and it's been hard it's been a cause the cause of a lot of heartache and pain and crying and many therapy sessions where I've been ranting and crying about it and saying I thought I got over it and then breaking down over a bowl of soup of all things <laughs> and so that week I was like okay yes because honestly I had tried all the things by that point in therapy too like I want to let go I want to ignore I want to avoid I want to you know just, you try all the things to tolerate somebody but it's hard to forgive past abuse when current abuse is still happening so it was that problem also but then um and then you also feel like if you forgive or move on or kind of let go of that hatred and anger then it's almost like you're saying it's okay that what they did was okay that how they hurt you is okay and that was There's something that Melissa said in that training that just really shifted my mindset about it and was like, okay, yeah, makes sense. I want to forgive and I feel like I can't forgive. She said, just because you're choosing to forgive, it doesn't mean that what they did was okay. It doesn't mean it'll ever be okay. It just means that you deserve to move on. And I was like, mind blown by that. And so then I was like, okay, I want to forgive them. And then the second week, uh whatever week two was i found myself still getting triggered by my mom and my brother and i was like wait but i already thought i decided that i wanted to forgive but it doesn't work like that it's not that easy it's not as easy as like hey i want to do this thing and voila magically your mind will heal itself no (laughs) in fact things as deep-seated as anger and hatred that stem from abuse systematic abuse especially are deep deep subconscious wounds and then I just got so busy with depression trying medication blah 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 all of these things that last week or yeah last week without even realizing it somehow I started being playful with my mom I was playing pranks on her we were laughing together I went shopping with my brother to help him find a gift for his fiance I mean what We went from barely being able to say hello without it like wrenching my heart or breaking it into a million pieces to like going shopping for an entire afternoon and the whole experience just passing with ease no pain no regret no um forcing myself to be polite because we're siblings and we have to get along you know nothing um same with playing pranks on my mom and then i just had a moment where i was like oh my gosh I have let go I have forgiven and it scared me a little because it came back to that like almost like if you forgive if you let go of that hatred and anger does that mean that it's okay it doesn't mean that she'll keep doing it but really it's more the fear of the unknown because the unknown is always scary but it feels so good to let go of that and just create space for more like you know just dealing with that daily trigger getting triggered by that and That person or those experiences or those environmental triggers every single day was exhausting now I have so much more energy that is not going to waste on those things I can do more with my day and with my time and so yes I have let go and I have forgiven not for them but for me and it doesn't mean that I'm not gonna get triggered in the future not at all I might but it feels good It feels easy. It feels comfortable. And I feel at peace with that. And that's just a really amazing thing to realize. Oh my goodness. I have let go of so much toxicity, so much pain, so much anger, so much hatred that was taking up 80 to 90% of my energy. Like I'm not even joking. And Oh yes, another really important lesson. Um, I think week two um, of the Worthy course by Melissa was enoughness. Not just that we are enough, but that we will get what we need, when we need, out of that course. And I really recently just had an epiphany like, oh my god, yeah, this is enough. This is what I got from the course. Unfortunately, I cannot remember it, but (laughs) I mean even just real oh yes um not enoughness but worthiness for the longest time i was afraid of medication and i the stigma and it's too expensive and all of the above but just reali realizing that not only are you worthy of out external things like worthy of love worthy of a business of a career a successful life-changing altering anything everything kind of life, you know, being able to travel, being able to um, buy yourself whatever you want, being able to um, pay for your own like healing or buying your family stuff or paying back your parents, you know, not just that stuff, but like realizing that you were worthy of investing in yourself and your own healing like it comes back to medication for me realizing that i am worthy of taking that risk no matter how scary no matter the stigma no matter what the fuck ever people will think that i'm worthy of taking the dang medication and um it's working like i can feel it working even when it's tough even when the side effects are driving me absolutely fucking nuts. I feel good. I mean, I can get out of bed every morning. I can take a shower every day. I can brush my damn teeth and make myself breakfast. I mean, what? Can you imagine? I mean, we are all worthy of just being able to do basic, basic little things for ourselves. But my depression had gotten so bad. It had reached a point where I did not even have the energy to like take the fruit out of the fridge it felt like too much effort let alone putting it together into the blender and making a smoothie I mean can you imagine let alone brushing your teeth taking a shower brushing your hair anything we are worthy of not just the big things but the little things you're worthy of just being able to get from A to B and that we are enough as we are you know that we don't have to be whatever it is that we think we have to be in order for us to love ourselves in order for others to love us and like enoughness is its own huge topic but um yeah just from like those one two three things i've gotten so much from that work and i cannot wait to see what else i learn and um get from continuing the work with the worthy course but like knowing that your subconscious is healing like going through those experiences with my mom and my brother and then talking about it to my other coach stephanie afterwards and we were talking about oh my god it's not just healing it's subconscious wounds healing i mean i cannot even put into words how like super awesome subconscious wound healing is like what (laughs) Like, there are days when I'm like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. I'm doing all this work. It's not working. And then, because there's no big, like, aha moment. It's little moments like these that they happen. And then afterwards, you're like, oh, my God, what? Who is that person? And then you're like, that's me. I fueled. I did that. And I did not have a panic attack. Like, what? (laughs) You know? That's when you know, okay, the work is working. You know, it took two years or one year or however the hell long it took. But that wound healed and as annoying as it was when it was hurting it's so worth it which brings me to coach number three stephanie oh all the things i could say about her i swear we will be here all day <laughs> we're already 20 minutes in so we'll try to keep it short but the level of synchronicity that i have with her and her words and her work and everything that she talks about is insane like there was no other way but to like work with her like the universe was just like you be stupid if you don't do this you know like every she had like when i discovered her she had about 80 podcast episodes out and um you know maybe you start from one maybe you start from 80 and you go backwards but i honestly just was scrolling through them and just picking them at random, like almost intuitively. And every single one I listened to, every single time I listened to it was exactly what I needed to hear in that moment on that day during that week. You know, like episode 50, and I'd be going through something totally relevant. I'm like, oh my God. Or episode 83. And I would be listening to it like two weeks after listening to episode 50, but having not listened to episode 57 or 60 or 61, and it would be totally relevant. And then listening to episode 90 and then going back to 92 and oh like crazy synchronized and then you know I wanted to work with her for so long but I was so scared I'm like the investment the money is expensive and like dude coaching investing in it is expensive it's so worth it though because I just kept coming back to that it's like I want to work with her I would check her program too expensive I want to work with her I would check her program too expensive I want to work with her I would check the program too expensive and then I was like you know what let me just go with the one that I can almost barely kind of sort of I'll figure out a way to afford and I signed up for a six weeks one-on-one and three weeks into that six weeks I was like oh my god I feel so good and this is working so well but like there's no way six weeks is enough to do all the things that I want to do um so then I messaged her and I was like let's do three months and I signed up for three months having zero fucking clue by the way how I was gonna pay for it um and it kind of just paid for itself, not like it didn't pay for itself, but like the funds became available, because it was meant to happen, and I invested in myself, and I am so glad, because, and honestly, I went into this thinking, oh my god, we're going to build this badass business, and blah, 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 and (laughs) well, we didn't build a crazy business, but not for a lack of trying, it's because life happens, and you need to, you know, we heal as it comes up and it's about like managing expectations and all of that. But you know, she does this thing where she pulls cards before every session. Like, so before we even start talking, before she even turns on the call, she pulls cards. And then after we talk about whatever the heck we're talking about, um, she reads the cards to me and they're always crazy, crazy aligned with everything that we've talked about. And I don't know, she just gets it. I always like, even on my shittiest day when I've had a call with her, even if I've been feeling depressed or, like, kind of blech or, like, I want to cancel. After talking to her, I always feel so just good and inspired. And more than that, just, like, seen and heard and understood. And just having someone, like, on your wavelength who gets it and, like, who's a fucking human on the other end of that. She, she She's not this person who you without realizing put on a pedestal and feel like you have to be perfect around or like you have to get to that point she's you she's down to earth and she's humble and she's real and she's like yeah i feel the the hard stuff too i go through the fall too before the rise that life is waves that just i don't know just so much like call it, magic and goodness and alignment and like yeah <laughs> I mean, I swear I send her messages at least once a week saying, like, oh, my God, this happened. And, like, I couldn't have done that without your help. And, oh, my God, I stepped into, like, my power and my knowledge and the knowing and the all of the cool shit. Um, <laughs> and doing all of this work with all of these coaches has taught me what I want to do, has told me that, has just shown me even more, reflected to me like a mirror, <laughs> this is the work that i want to do That i want to help people i want to help you guys get to this place and we don't have to you know obviously you don't have to be at this like super healed super spiritual place but like just even waking up just even like figuring out what's wrong and then realize what you're feeling or um going through the process of awareness and acknowledgement and acceptance all those things were life-changing, you know, finding out a diagnosis because I was in pain, but I didn't know what was wrong. And then not knowing for me was worse. Then I found out then recognizing it when it happened, it gave me power. When I would feel anxious or I would have a borderline attack or I'd feel suicidal, I would be like, oh my God, okay, that's the borderline personality disorder. And I would literally laugh at my suicidal thoughts. I'd be like, haha, I see you. Bye. Um, And then acceptance. I like cannot tell you how much acceptance it's changed my life i used to i knew i had anxiety and i would be in therapy and i'd heal and have all these coping mechanisms but then every time i had a panic attack or an anxiety attack i would not just be in pain from the anxiety attack or the panic attack i would be in a ne- another level of pain from denial from this place of oh my god I feel myself or oh my god I relapsed you know it would it was utter devastation on top of the pain of already having an anxiety disorder and as soon as I accepted that you know what I have anxiety it's not gonna go away this is real life Um, not from a negative point of view because I didn't want to do that because I was thinking like if you give up on hope that you'll ever get better then what's the point of living right like why not just die but really it's not so much about giving up on hope it's just shifting it and now i don't say that i live despite my mental illness i say i live with them i have accepted them and i create and i work towards living and creating a better life for myself one that i love one that i'm not just surviving but i'm living and i'm thriving and i'm loving and it's hard work i still go through the hard moments and i still have to remember all the tools and i still have days where i'm like fuck. I just want to do nothing and that's okay but taking these steps doing the work um, is so worth it and even when it feels like it's not working it will you know like the flowers don't grow the same day you plant the seeds and I want to help you guys do that I want to help you guys awaken to what's going on with you what's going on around you to what's going on within you And to how you can get to a place where you feel alive. Where you love being alive. Like really, truly love it. Like you can find joy in the little things. You feel like your heart can burst from gratitude over, I don't know, like having an awesome dad. (laughs) You know? Um, Thank you so much for listening and I will... See you next time. Also, please, please, please don't forget to rate and review. That would really help me out. And tag me in your stories if you repost this at aisha.v.nor.